0: You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. We're a known entity um, uh, working in a, in a known jurisdiction. We have the success we have behind us. Um, I'll put that record up against anyone's. Um, we've been very fortunate. but We've also worked extremely hard and we're very disciplined. So um, I would love for anyone to come along this ride with us and uh, we'll be uh, putting out lots of information so that we can make sure everybody understands what's happening, why, and when, and
1: so forth. In today's show, you're gonna be getting an introduction to Torque Resources. The website is torqueresources.com, And this company has been dormant the last few years, although they have $9 million Canadian sitting in the bank. And they are about to reemerge. Uh, they're a new show sponsor, and this is a company affiliated with Ivan Bebek and his group. Joining me today is Ivan's partner, Sean Wallace. And if you've been listening to this show for the last two years, as I've been interviewing Ivan, he would often mention my partner, Sean. Well, you get to meet Ivan's partner, Sean, today. He is the executive chairman of Torque Resources. So, Sean, welcome onto the program for the first time. Oh, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. So, Sean, bring us, uh, give us a little introduction to yourself. What's your background and expertise in this sector? how did you meet Ivan? And for those that don't know, talk a little bit about your success that you've had working with Ivan.
0: Oh, certainly. Thank you. Um, well, for myself, I began working in this business when I was a university student, just um, uh, breaking rocks in half in the bush, trying to make enough money to put myself through university, and. Uh, I did that with, uh, I was very fortunate uh, that my sort of tutelage and, the, and everything I've learned came with the uh, sort of the illustrious Hunter Dickinson group, and uh, I was very proud to be a member of that uh, that group for about 20 years prior to meeting Ivan. Um, I won't go on and on about all the successes of Hunter Dickinson, which I was so grateful to be able to share in, um, but they've had many, and they're well known. And uh, it, what was really beneficial to me, um, I, I always say that that was actually my best, uh, that was the university I went to. I, I, when I went to college and so forth, that was great. Uh, but, but what I really learned that is, that's working for me today was the time I spent with Hunter Dickinson. And how I learned was by just doing everything, right? From, like I just mentioned, starting from splitting rocks in half to then overseeing drill programs, to uh, raising capital, to then getting in on the corporate side and being part of all the big deals they did like Northern Dynasty when the Tosico mine took over and so on and so forth. Um, so I've been exposed to everything that someone needs to know for this end of the, I'll call it the food chain. The, from taking, we didn't really do super early stage stuff, but we take things where maybe a discovery had been made or someone had got started and they sort of stumbled somehow and Hunter Dickinson was very good and famous for coming in and grabbing it from there and taking it to the, the development stage. And often that, that would result in a, in a transaction, a buyout. And sort of that's the, the, the part of the the evolution of a project or, or an asset that I'm most excited about. And, and also, and that was one of the things that sort of brought Ivan and I together. We're like-minded, and then that, that value creation was the most exciting for us. And and it was what got us up in the morning and got us jazzed, and, and that remains uh, true to this day. Um, I've been doing it for about 30 years. I'm 50 years old now, so I started at 18, 32 years of doing this mining stuff. Um, it's been great, um, and uh, as I mentioned, you know, being with Hunter Dickinson, I got uh, all the background I needed to to sort of go out on my own uh, after 20 years of learning. Um, I did so with Ivan in the in the uh, in the early 2000s, about 2003 or four. We uh, founded our we met each other, kind of doing the same job. He was working with a, a group uh, with the Sutton Resources Group with Roman Schlanka, another very storied, famous explorer and developer. Um, so, you know, we're just you know, a couple of young guys had some big dreams and we, uh, so we started a company called Keegan and, uh, and we found 5 million ounces of gold as it turns out in Africa. And that I'm still on the board of that company now, although it's called Galliano gold and they're happily producing a quarter million ounces a year. And it hasn't been easy. Um, that was one that we had hoped to transact, frankly, but, uh, when you can't sell it, I guess you got to build it. And that's what we ended up doing. Um, obviously we brought in people with. Uh, expertise uh, we're pretty heavy in exploration expertise and all the science and so forth that goes with that. you know the development construction that's a whole other discipline so we brought on a, a really sharp mind building uh, uh, crew from uh, uh, South Africa they did a fantastic job putting those uh, the two assets together and getting them up and run smoothly and so forth. So we Ivan saw that as our first success. Uh, and then we went on and did Caden and so forth, and I'm sure uh, your viewers have heard heard all about those successes. But uh, Ivan and I did those together, and uh, and uh, we continue to to sort of do that. Uh, Ivan a- and I are working on Torque now together, um, and uh, we're really excited about the future for it.
1: So torque has, as I mentioned in my introduction, Canadian nine million in the bank, but you've been dormant the uh, the last couple of years. You're a publicly listed company, so listeners can trade this stock or buy it. But why did you go dormant for a few years?
0: Well, I you know, I, uh, dormant is a, is a is an interesting way to look at. It. I mean, dormant from the sense of having something to uh, to share with the investing public, certainly. Uh, dormant in that uh, we. We've sort of uh, put something on any back burner. Not That's not correct. Um, you know, it's very, very difficult to find the kind of quality assets um, that we seek. And it, uh, I've, we've been in many different jurisdictions, many, um, uh, looking at many different uh, big opportunities. And for one reason or another, they didn't come to fruition. It's funny how you look back on some of the things you thought you missed though and uh, and how they turn out so far everything that we missed it's turned out that it, that was probably a good thing um so obviously too during this time we've had a, a a pandemic which has changed the way that we have to do business uh the way that we are able to do business um generally we would if we go to other jurisdictions another country uh, we would you know send down some some of our people and they would work with the local ex- experts and so forth some countries have good mining um, infrastructure, uh, human capital, so forth, people who can move these projects, and that other jurisdictions don't. Uh, the ones that don't now are, pro- are probably almost unattainable because you can't if you can't work on something, there's no way we can create value. Um, we can purchase things and back burner them, uh, but we certainly can't be creative in adding value through technical work, which is our modus operandi. Um, so, We've, we uh, looked really hard at all the stuff we were looking at, and fortuitously, with the stuff we were seeing that we liked the most uh, uh, was located in Chile. Uh, what attracts us to Chile is it's a, it's a well-known, stable mining jurisdiction that's got a long history of success with major, mid, and junior companies. Um, you know, it's not easy. Nowhere is. So you, you still have all the stringent environmental and, and community work that you have to do, which we're very well versed at and, and, are, and see that as the modern way to, to run a mining company going forward. So that doesn't fuss us. However, it is, it's just onerous. And uh, but we're, we're well uh, ready to accept that challenge. Um, and so what we did, we, we set our sights on Chile, but we knew to do what we do, we needed it. Almost a like a ghost or a, a, a mirror team of people like ourselves in Chile because who knows when we can you know uh, uh, freely come and go like we all like we've enjoyed through our our lifetimes of being able to go travel anywhere anytime right um, now that's not the case so we we worked really hard to put together this team we've got a number of really exciting acquisitions we're going to make and uh, with some of them being in my opinion quite imminent.
1: And those are copper gold acquisitions? Yes. Uh, we're, we're going after, you know, you, you mentioned our successes previously. And one of the,
0: you know, and the double-edged swords of success is that you, you up the bar for yourself. So, you know, we've got some pretty big successes. So our, the, the, there, there's an expectation of the types of things that, uh, that we're expected to be able to, to put together. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of moving parts to be able to pull that off. It's not quite as simple as, as just plugging and playing. Um, the good news is the experience lets us know when we're on to the right thing because we've been there before. Um, uh, so yeah, at, at Chile. Really, we have this feeling of uh, that we're in the right place at the right time with the right people and the right commodities. Uh, I'm very bullish on the copper market right now. I'm bullish on gold as well. I think that, uh, in particular, though, the copper market is coming into a time uh, where uh, I, you know, just the the simple metrics they're easy to follow. Gold's a little bit harder. Uh, it's more uh, Ideas will go more rest on people's personal proclivities and opinions, whereas copper is just, more, it's just a crunch numbers and go, yeah, we're going to need more copper. Here we go. And uh, I, I, I'm very, very bullish on, on the opportunities uh, for copper companies right now.
1: So with the project acquisition, uh, without holding you to a concrete timeline, could you give any more clarification on that, what investors should expect?
0: Well, you'll start seeing us um, becoming very active in earn- earnest. Here in this first quarter, okay. I, I feel very, very safe in saying that it's, it's imminent. You know, uh, I use the example: it's like when your partner's pregnant; you, you have a due date, but you don't, you don't know. There's a forces outside of yourself that are going to dictate the exact date. So, we're, we know our targets, and uh, we're very confident that we're going to hit them or be very uh,
1: close. Like you said, because of your past success, you've set the bar high for yourself. But as you go after this uh, copper-gold target that you're acquiring in Chile, you've assembled a team. That was your last press release. Talk to us about some of the key players on your geological team.
0: Yeah, well, the, the, you know, the gentleman, it's a whole group of people. So, uh, you know, led by Waldo. Uh, and So he's long, uh, you know, 30, 40 years experience. They've kicked over every rock in Chile. They've been part of teams that the development, the acquisitions. Um, they, you know, I, it's, it's actually very serendipitous. We would feel feel really good about having uh, hooked up with these people. And as you get to know the uh, people you're working with and and people in our group, I, I'm getting to know them, but uh, Michael Henriksen, who's our, our chief uh, uh, technical person, geologist, he ha- has known of them or people closely associated for many, many years through his uh, his work with Newmont and so forth. Um, so, you know, we have looked at the, the type of technical work that they've done and the quality of it, and it meets our standards. That's, uh, that's usually a big hurdle for us. Um, this, in this case, it was, it was very, it happened quickly and naturally and, and organically. I, know, I hate that term, but in any event, that's, that's how it has happened. It's been, it's been very good. And since the, uh, the addition of them to the team, we've noticed the pace of, uh, of things we're trying to accomplish there uh, picking up. And that's precisely what we were hoping for when we made this move. Uh, you know, it's unprecedented for us to, uh, to, to work with, to, to, to have, give somebody that much power or uh, influence over what we're doing that isn't already an integrated part of our group. But they've quickly become an integrated part of our group. And I feel like I worked with them, with them uh, for a whole lot longer than we actually have. And so that's, that gives me a lot of confidence, and, uh, which is important.
1: John, could you go over the share structure and some of your key shareholders talk that through for us, please?
0: Well, sure. Um, I don't have the exact number in front of me right now, but I think we're, you know, 85 million shares or something fully diluted. We got about $9 million in the bank, like you say. Um, We have some dilutables, but I think they're all out of the money right now. So uh, um, our big shareholders are ourselves. Uh, Frankly, all most of the cash that's in the company right now, we wrote those checks ourselves. Uh, and a lot of our close big shareholders who are like private investors, um, you know, certainly one of the things that's going to happen when we make an acquisition is we're going to work on uh, uh, the share registry and getting some of the institutional shareholders that, uh, you know, need to own a story like like this once we get it up and running. So th- I would characterize our shares as being tightly held. That's something that Ivan and I over the years are, are very sort of militant about maintainable being non-dilutive. Um, you know, because it's it's, that's just headwinds that you don't need. Uh, you always have to be very picky about who you want to have as your shareholders. You want to make sure that you're aligned with your shareholders, that your shareholders understand what you're trying to accomplish and that they're up for going on that journey with you, particularly in a, in a business like ours. It's very complicated and, you know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts.
1: So, Sean, the next press release investors should look for would be the announcement of the final acquisition of this project we are alluding to.
0: Yeah, the next major, you know, uh, the next substantive news release will probably w- will include the, an acquisition.
1: Okay. And anything else investors should know right now?
0: Well, I think that, uh, uh, you know, they should take solace in the fact that you, uh, we're a known entity um, uh, working in a, in a known jurisdiction. We have the success we have behind us. Um, I'll put that record up against anyone's. Um, we've been very fortunate. but We've also worked extremely hard and we're very disciplined. So um, I would love for anybody to come along this ride with us and uh, we'll be uh, putting out lots of information so that we can make sure everybody understands what's happening and why and when and so forth.
1: The website is torquresources.com and torque of course, is spelled with a Q. Well, uh, the ticker symbol in Toronto is T-O-R-Q and it trades on the QX, the O-T-C-Q-X in the States under T-R-B as in boy M-F. Sean, really appreciate you coming on the show today and providing an overview. My pleasure. Have a good day.
0: Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about invest in and profit from mining stocks.